you're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I was just, I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh I my was God! Talking. Good evening, everybody. It is today's date. Oh, okay. Tuesday, October twenty third, two thousand and twelve. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Yes, it is 10 o'clock Eastern Time, our normal show time. And have we got a show for you? So you better go ahead and call in 347 539 5349 because the lines are filling up quickly, like they always do. And if you're listening in for the first time in a long time, we've caved into people's requests. 
If you go to BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com, you can go ahead and get bumped up in the queue. How we do it is a little differently. We'll take a free call, and it will take someone who paid to get bumped up, and then we'll go back to someone who uh, is a free call, and it will take someone who's bumped. So we'll rotate between the two so it's always fair. This way, you know, people won't say, well, you got to pay to get on. No. You can pay if you want to go, if you come in late and you really want to get on and speak to the guest, and we'll go ahead and get you bumped up in the queue and make sure we get you on. There's package deals you can get. So visit the website, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com. Fill out the information. You'll see, um, you know, on-air readings and fill that out. I'm constantly checking my email. So the minute I see that you've made the donation, we go ahead and uh, get you set up where it's like, oh, okay, they're coming on next, and we'll get you taken care of. So lots of great changes is what helps keep us on the air, helps keep us growing, is by the uh, the donations. And if you can, you know, just click on also the link where it says donation, donation, love offering. Lots of options from a dollar all the way up to $100. So um, click on those. It helps us. Like I said, keeps us on the air, keeps the center operational, keeps it growing. Uh, I've been working on getting our video surveillance in there, so we'll be able to go ahead and uh, broadcast the video feeds live from the center, so you can see when I do messages in spirit on Thursday nights, our Sunday service at 1 o'clock, you can become an actual member of the church. Because so many people are looking for something like this and can't find it because you live out in the boonies someplace, like I do. So, you know, sign up for the newsletter as well. Sign up and check out the Facebook page and Twitter account, the whole bit. Lots of great things in store. And, um, and you can even become an ordained minister if you want to. And I'm going to be putting a book together on, on what it's like to be a metaphysical minister. Try to incorporate, um, you know, non-denominational and non-religious uh, in nature where uh, it's very neutral. Um, just like I did um, at the memorial service today. Uh, you know, it's Mother, Father, God, Creator, all there is. We ask you to bless everybody right now today. Help with the healing process. Very non, you know, non-denominational, and people loved it, and they were like, "That's what I'm looking for." I got somebody. Uh, the woman's uh, brother is up in Illinois. I have to find out exactly where, uh, but he's looking for a metaphysical center or a metaphysical minister who wants to start up a church. Because how I was and everything else, he's interested in having that where he's at. He says there's nothing like that up there. He says unless I'm not finding it. So you know, gives everyone an opportunity, no matter where they're living at, to be part of something bigger. And speaking of something bigger, let me help welcome back to the show. I gotta find her. Oh, we're having a little technical issue. Yep, uh, technical issue. So, uh,. Oh, I hate how they went ahead and changed the chat room where they've got all these fonts on here where it's like, okay, you really want to go ahead and where it's all squiggly lines? And you can't read what it's saying? It's like, okay. But anyways, it's blog talk radio for you. So, yeah, we have a wonderful guest coming on, but, um, you know, I've had problems calling in, so we're trying to go ahead and see if we can get her on the switchboard real quick, find out what is going on. So let me go ahead and play a song real quick, uh, which 
Which one do I want to do? Which one do I want to do? Oh, we'll do this one. I haven't heard this one in a while. I like the, I like the energy of it, the, the beats to it. Be back in just a minute.
Boy, I'm so glad Arlene goes ahead and, and Rich and Teresa all put like number one, number two, number three for all the cues because I don't know what's been going on, but the switchboard's been refreshing itself and one is now number five and five is now number seven and seven is now number ten and they're all over the place. You're in the order where you should be, um, but you know, according to Q, I got to search for you all now. So it's it's going to be an interesting evening, uh, to say the least. And uh, Arlene's like, Switchport acting up on you too? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of used to it because it's going haywire on me. <clears throat> it's like, oh, welcome to my world. So we will get with everybody, and that's part of the, you know, the issues that we have sometimes. And, you know, trying to go ahead and call in and log in and just having issues. We've just got to deal with the energies. And we found her. I found her. Let me see where she is. There we go. Help me welcome to the show again, Gail Tracy. Hello, Gail. Hello, Michael. Yes, everybody is having issues tonight. <laughs> ah, it's been crazy, I'm telling you. It has been. I first can I have my computer down for the six, which I'm supposed to be back on November 6th. But it's not written, so I was like, uh-oh. That happens. So, you know, I've, when I first started doing radio shows, I even forgot that I had them scheduled. I was like, ooh, wait a minute, I had a show going on. So, yeah, it happens. But, you know, we got back now. Yeah, it, it's cool. And I actually have one of my best friends sitting and listening with me tonight, and she is very wonderful, and she is a big help to me. So it, it, we had went somewhere together tonight. So it turned out, as always, as it should be, exactly. Yes. Well, hello, friend. Yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually does readings for many people, too, and she helps with coughing people. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. And she has done that for many, many, many years. So I, I work with a wonderful, wonderful group of people. I, well, I like just, the tracks like. Amazing and wonderful friends who do a variety of things. Well, like they always say, like attracts like. Well, it seems to be that even, um, it's funny, we were watching one of the original Harry Potters the other night, my boyfriend and I. And um, they look at him and says, you're very odd for a wizard, Harry Potter. And I said, you know what? That's me. I get in a room of really different people, and they all think that they're so different, and they look at me and they say, Gail, you're just odd. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and you're just realizing that now. <laughs> well, it, it, it's one thing to be odd amongst and, and to meet other different people, but it's different to be odd amongst odd ones. So, what have you been up to uh, besides you know all the readings that you've been doing? You know, the energy has been really strange for a lot of people. And it's been really strange for me. It just, 
Sometimes it seems like hurry up and wait right now, Michael. How do you feel? Oh, it's been crazy for me lately. Yeah, it's like things are moving. You know, we've talked about at the end of 2012 how time changes for people. And it's like things are moving really fast and really slow all at once. I mean, things change. You know, it'll be two weeks, and something that happened two weeks ago will seem like it happened a long time ago. And, I mean, many things are changing in my life, and they're changing fast, but it seems like it's just going so slow at the same time. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that are doing that. I've got a lot of people that are questioning about, 2012 and things changing, and uh, they say we don't see any changes in the world, you know, what's going on, and I personally see a lot of changes happening in our world. I think that we're going to wake up one day and everything's just going to be really different. I'm just not real sure what the event is that galvanizes people. Yeah, it's been it's been really strange. I mean, especially this week, I really noticed it. Because um, between Wednesday and Friday, um, I was with two members of the church, uh, you know, a pair of sisters, and one of them was brain dead. So I, I remember reading that on your Facebook page. Yeah, and trying to drive back and forth to the hospital, there were sometimes I'm like, you know, okay, I'm in a time warp here. It's like cars just seem to be going so slow. And other times I'm like, okay, i got to watch my speed limit. I feel like I'm going fast, and yet I'm not. And I'm like, this is weird. I'm trying to run in quicksand, Trish said. Yep. Yeah. We were talking about it on the way in tonight, how sometimes it seems like you're driving and you're going somewhere, and it, it seems like time is changing. Yeah, it's been I, really strange lately. Yeah, and just uh, different energies, which, you know, even if it wasn't 2012, this is the time whenever the veil gets thin between the worlds anyway. And um, there's just a lot of different energy this time of year. For pagans, we're actually coming up on the new year. Yes. Um, Which... I mean, it's a very sacred time of year. There, there's many different things coming coming across, and it's the end of one thing and the beginning of another. You know, uh, traditional New Year's in this country is about New Year's resolutions. Well, for pagans, it's about things ending and other things starting. Yeah, yep. life, death, rebirth. Yep. And it's a wonderful and, time of year. Yeah, it is a wonderful time of year, but it's a very important time of year. Absolutely. Uh, so, how have things been for you? Uh, like I said, keeping busy, um, redoing a lot of things over at the center, putting in security cameras, and so just doing a lot of changes around. Getting ready for the big changes that are going to take place. 
Yeah, you know, people keep on asking me and saying, do you expect, you know, some people expect a major physical shift, other people don't. Um, I keep on telling them it's going to be what you expect it to be. It's going to be what you make it. If you expect this transition to be easier and you're well prepared for it and you accept it, it will be. Yep. And if you don't, then it won't. Yeah, I know it's going to be a lot of good changes. Uh, A lot of uh, interesting people will be showing up at the center. So I've got some work to do to make it look nicer. Uh, So when they walk in, they'll be like, wow, this place is kind of neat. Hopefully I get to come and see your center one of these days. Yeah, it's a work in progress. I have occasionally been to Florida. In fact, I did uh, a ranking master retreat in Florida. Oh, nice. Mm Mm-hmm. What part were you in? Oh, um, well, now that you ask me, I can't even say the name. We had went to a friend of ours' house, and to be perfectly honest, I'm one of the few people that ever did their master retreat that um, I was very sick the whole time that I did it. And I was very sick after I did my Reiki mastery attunement. Uh, had some adjustments. It, what? You had some adjustments to be made. I I really did. It was at a very major time in my life, and I had carried a lot of chronic pain until then. Um, and I finally got rid of a lot of that chronic pain. Now sometimes it still comes back, and I I will probably fight that all my life, but um. My Reiki Mastery attunement and the healing attunements that were done then really did change my life. And people ask me now, they say, this is you feeling better. And I'm like, yes, compared to what I used to be like, this is tremendously better. Yep. And People don't realize it's a big adjustment uh, when you um, get the Reiki attunements. Oh, uh, there is a 21-day cycle after any attunement, and it is not about what you expect it to be. It's about what uh, the universe God wants it to be for you. I've known people that can't continue to eat the same way, Uh, you know, uh, if they drink or... um, there's a relationship in their life that is not serving them well. Their job isn't serving them well. Sometimes all of the above. But in that 21-day cycle, that things change. And I, I caution people before I do a healing attunement, before they decide to take Reiki classes, if you're not prepared for things to change, then you need to think about this. And um, don't believe you. Yeah, people don't realize that, and then they're like, "Oh, what happened to me?" It's like, well, you know, that's what happens. You got to go through the cleansing. Yes, you got to go through the cleansing, and it's Reiki attunements allow you to heal other people 
but they're also about healing you so that you can be an appropriate channel. And it, you can't expect other people to do what you're not willing to do for yourself. Yeah, and that's the hard part. Yeah, and, and people, you know, I, I've cautioned people before that, that we've done healing attunements on, and they're like, oh, well, I don't know. I want it to be this, this, or this. And I said, well, you don't get the choice. You know, this this is about God's force. This is about universe. This is about what Goddess wants for you. And if you're not willing to sign on for that ride, then you don't need to do this. And yeah, you, it's a commitment. Yeah, and, you know, they, they will say, well, okay, but you can tell that they're hesitating and then later they come back to you and they're like, whoa, well, you know, whenever you make that agreement, you better get ready for the ride. And I think the higher that you go with those attunements, um, that the more that that happens. Yeah. Yeah, it... it um, the changes are bigger the higher the levels of that that you take. And you see, I work with several Reiki masters. I mean, there is a huge group of masters in Little Bitty Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Reiki masters here. Nice. And well-trained Reiki masters. I, I, I honestly believe our Reiki community rivals anything um, I, I would put it up against anything anywhere else. I mean, we have some excellent masters, some excellent teaching masters, and then some excellent um, psychic surgeons. Those are interesting. Yes. Yeah, she is an interesting person. She, Debbie, she died. That woman wields energy like you would not believe. And my Reiki master wields energy. And, and it, oh, she's wonderful. She truly is. Yeah, I've uh, seen some people doing the, the Reiki surgeries and all. And um, I do a, a different type of it. I, I can go ahead and uh, pull out illnesses and then uh, fill the void with, uh, with healing energies. Well, now then, I like a bit of that. I do a lot of chakra cleansing. I do a lot of energetic work. Um, cleansing a lot of in, energy and issues. I also work with cleansing a lot of spaces. That's fun to do. Uh, Michael, would you do me a favor? Sure. Can I take just a little break to get inside the house? And you sure can. Things, and then we'll we'll get started with some calls here. Get yeah, I'll go ahead. Time. Yep, I'll go ahead and play a song, and then uh, we'll come back. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, dear. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go ahead and be right back. And not only that, I've got to deal with the pesky little dog in out there that's like trying to climb up here and want to be a lap dog. And it's like, no, you weigh about over 50 pounds now, and you can't be a lap dog. You're too big. 
So, but he's he's a little persistent. Oh. So, anyways, he's. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, which one do I want to play? Which one do I want to play? Okay. We'll do this one here. Nice mellow song.
So we're going to wait for for Gail to come back on. Hello, my dear. Hello. So how are you? You doing better now? This has been a strange night, Michael, but yes, I'm doing fine. Well, good. The more you know me, the more you would understand that this is just the way life is for me. (laughs) Which is good. It keeps you busy, though. Yeah. I really do. I change and adapt probably faster than any person you will know. Well, that's good, though. It keeps you yeah. keeps you uh, keeps life interesting for you. Put it that way. Well, the thing of it is, is I have made a life of learning how to. Um, anything can change for me within three to six months. I can be in a totally different place, and am the majority of the time. And most people, that would just kill them to do. But it doesn't mean. It's just how it is. Well, we just learn to go with the flow. I go with the flow. Yeah. Well, do you want to go ahead and start taking some calls? Absolutely. All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to bring on Kim from Ohio. Hello, Kim. Hi. How are you? Doing great there. How can Gail help you tonight? Hi, Gail. Um, I'm calling because my um, my husband is his job just restructured, and they're going to be offering him a sales leader position in December. And I'm just wondering if you can tell. Um, it could be in Ohio, Kentucky, or Tennessee. And I'm just wondering if you can tell if we move or not. Okay. So, and what kind of position did they offer him now? What it's is a sales he- sales leader position? Position. And the choice is Ohio, or he could go where else? Kentucky or Tennessee. Okay. Ohio, Kentucky. Right now it's looking like Tennessee. Okay. Now then, things can change, Uh and be aware that things can change. Um. But sometimes if we try and fight those changes too hard, there may be something that's waiting for you there. Okay. And there might be a good reason for it to change. I really don't see him staying in Ohio, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And hopefully it's going to be a really good place for y'all, a really good change. Do you have... A job that you can transfer or move with? I stay at home. We have four kids, so. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I may like Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'll like the warmer weather for sure, so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You see it good for the kids, though? So. For the kids, um, be a good change for the kids. So, maybe some different kinds of friends there, a different experience, Mm -hmm. and you'll wind up 
you'll still come back and see family. Yeah. But a change of environment for them. Right, right. It's more, um, Tennessee's more about being sort of in the south mm-hmm. than, uh, say, Ohio. You know, it, it really is. Uh, it is a bit of a change in mentality with the schools okay. from from Ohio. Um, I had a friend, his son would go back and forth between Ohio and Texas and uh-huh. how different mentality in schools. Okay. Um, it's uh, kids are raised different here. There's much more yes ma'am, no sir that type of thing. So it's you know, a little bit of a culture shock right. but not necessarily a bad one. Right. Right. Yeah, it can be a good one. But for right now I see Tennessee. Okay. Awesome. You can't tell which part of Tennessee. Um, have they given any options yet? No, not yet. No? No. You know, Nashville is a really hot area right now. Right. Um, okay. There's a lot of... Nashville and Austin are really hot in the south right now. It seems like there's... um a lot of people moving to those areas and those towns and relocating for business. So right. I would say maybe, maybe okay. around Nashville somewhere. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Good luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Let us know everything goes for you, dear. Thank you. Yeah, always. So how can everyone reach you for private readings? Uh, you can go to Gail Tracy, and that is G A Y L E T R I C E Y at bpweb dot com, and uh, you can get me through that website. You, my phone number is there. You can contact me via email, and you can actually pay for, for readings via PayPal now. Plus, I do life coaching as well, which I think people need to know that life coaching with me sort of entails a variety of things and a variety of skills. I um, I teach many things whenever I work with life coaching. I give people many tools. I often find that people haven't been taught how to evaluate their own emotions. And that we haven't been given um, permission to think for ourselves and to make good decisions for ourselves. So much of our lives has been spent trying to make other people in our lives happy. And the thing that I do with coaching is actually work on helping people to make good and wise decisions for themselves because you can't love anybody else until you love yourself first, Michael, as you well know. And there's so many people, though, who aren't willing to do that. They don't no. think that they deserve, you know, they think that they um, deserve less. Uh, yes, and it, it's really an, edu- an educational process, and it's a process that people have to want to go through it. 
you know, if they do not want to learn, then they don't need to take those steps. And, you know, a lot of people say that they want to learn a new way of doing things, but then whenever you start really helping them to do that, they're like, oh, no, no, I can't do that. I can't do this. Well. It's because they really don't want to. They really don't want to. And and sometimes it's not easy being on this path. No. It's not easy, you know, changing and learning and growing into being a full-fledged, what they used to call actualized human being. But I am one of those people that I help people do that. Um, uh, there's a variety of tools and ways that we go about doing that. And there's some people that come to me for a long time, and then there's some people that within a month or two, they can sort of pick themselves up and dust themselves off and, and get on a little bit better path. It just sort of depends on where you are in the scheme of things and how deeply rooted the pattern of behavior is. But that's a little bit about what life coaching is about, for those who want to know. Cool. Yeah. Well, why don't we go ahead and take another call? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Well, it's about promoting you too and helping out how many yeah we can help out tonight. So let's bring up Rose from Michigan. Hi, Rose. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great there. How can we help you? Um. Well, we have a family dilemma, and I was just wondering if there's any information that she could give me on how it's going to work out. It's like uh, and. bunch of brothers and sisters and nieces and, or cousins that, um, yeah. What now? It's cousins that did what now? You cut well, out. We have family members, cousins and brothers and sisters, and we're all heir to my aunt's um, money, and the there seems to be a, an impasse right now. Mm. That is, mm. everybody is after their own self-interest and often their own little um, block in their own little mindset and they're thinking in their own little box. And um, nobody wants to see the other person's side of it. If you guys are at an impasse right now, you need to, in the words of a very wise woman that I know that's sitting here with me, you need to go and find you some kind of counselor that thinks outside of the box. And you guys all need to sit down in a room with them. Otherwise, you can tie this stuff up for years. Okay? Okay. I do not know if that is a minister. I don't know if it is, yeah. Yeah, you're just going to be stuck in a vicious, vicious circle if y'all don't all get in a room with somebody 
like me, somebody like Michael, a minister that y'all respect, a, a mediator from the court that that that's their job is to mediate disputes. And everybody's got to get on the same page and agree to abide by the mediator, whoever it is that you guys choose. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck and nobody's going to get anything and the court's going to get more and more money and the taxes aren't going to get paid and, yeah, and you won't have any family left. That's pretty much what it rounds it out to about exactly what's going on, too. Yeah, so it, the fact that you actually called shows that you want to take a step. Um like I said, look in any of those places for a mediator. Okay. I, I would say that it's probably more of an emotional mediator as far as a counselor, a pastor, uh, whoever you guys respect on an emotional level. Gotcha. Yeah, because the the legal system they look at it from a different perspective and you're you guys aren't really fighting as far as the legal issues go. You're fighting from that emotional point and factor of oh, this person always got more than me or I've always been the ugly duckling or whatever. Right. You got those agendas and issues, and they're not part of what's going on right now. You yeah, need somebody that can get past those things and help you settle this in a peaceful way. Yes, a peaceful way that emotionally the family has healing rather than dissolution. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. Yes. So, I mean, if if uh, do you all live close together? Or are you all scattered through different parts of the country? Uh, well, we're all pretty. There's only uh, two people that are out of state, but trying to get us together as a family is quite a just a, not even including the cousins. Just to get us together at Christmas time, it's pretty interesting. Well. It may take some work, but like I said, if you can find somebody to mediate, and some of the more far-flung people may have to agree to come in on a conference call or some some form of um, counseling like that. Right. But, but if you can find somebody that everybody respects enough to agree that they would listen to that person, and just set a date and a time that if not physically present, that, you know, they show up. And if they decide not to, then then realize that the other people are going to decide and they're not going to have a say in it. They can either participate and be part of that or they can continue the conflict but if the majority is in agreement, there's not a whole heck of a lot they can do about it. Right. 
just one that's causing the problem? Is, is there, how many are actually causing the problem? One, two, three? Probably four of them. Out of ten. At least three of them you might can get in. There's probably going to be that fourth one that's going to stay hanging out and be be a thorn. But um, there may be something that can be done once everybody else gets on the same page. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, the closer that you get to everybody else getting on the same page, the better that it will wind up going. Yeah, okay. I, I'm I'm writing I'm gonna get this done. Yeah. Yeah, and make sure that it's not an illegal type of counselor. It it needs to be a pastor, a minister, um a psychologist, somebody that does family counseling, somebody that counsels people with grief. And family relationships, you know, that, that that's what you're looking for. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's it's you know, whenever you find the right counselor, you will know it, and they will help you to get everybody else on the same page. That'll work. And I do think that you can get it done, but it's going to, it's going to take some real work, and if you guys don't get on the same page, you're not going to get anything in the states. Just going to waste away. Right. So good luck. Good looking. Let me know how it winds up working out, and uh, like Michael said, you can get in touch with me uh, via my web page, and I think they also have my Facebook link put up too. Send me a message. I do have your Facebook as well. Yes. Just uh, I answer messages and just refer back to the show and what we talked about and I will remember. All right. I appreciate it, Gail. Thank you. You're so welcome. And blessings to you and much, much luck. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night there. Night. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and bring on Leah in Wisconsin. Hello, Leah. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How can Gail help you tonight? Hi, Leah. Hi, Gail. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing tonight? I'm okay. Um, I would like to know about a dog that dece- that's deceased um, for a few years now. I had a dog that passed away after this, a year after he did, and... Um, I had her energy come to me, and it was so strong. I mean, she did exactly the same thing she used to do when she was alive, and it was it was so powerful. I had called an animal communicator that led me to my dog. I got my dog back. Um, it reincarnated 100%, and I'm, I'm so excited and happy about this whole thing. And then she does every single thing that the other dog did, never got trained to do it, and she was a rescue dog. I, I went on a good trip to get her. Um, but I didn't know about animal reincarnation until this the, uh, the one that came back reincarnated died. So I feel bad. I really want the little one back. 
um, I had a dream about the one that came back reincarnated, exactly how she looks, is exactly how she is. Then I had a dream about a month ago that that um, Lewis is the one I'm asking about now. His, I had a dream that he came, that he wants to come back the same way, which is a miniature cockapoo. He was about 20 pounds, and. Um, the thing is, I had a dream. I had dreams about him for a couple months after he passed, but I do not at all feel his energy at all. But last week, my other dog that was really close to him, and um, my, my he's like 13 years old. He's my baby, but he's 13. He, him, and Lewis were really close, and I, the animal communicator had said if you call their name out three times, usually their energy comes to you. And the one that the one that got back now, she, her her energy was always with me, so I never had to question it. But this one, I've been trying that and trying it, and I don't feel his energy. But my dog that I have, um, Buddy, now, that was close to that other dog, Lewis, he he was laying on his bed in the living room, and he kept looking by the um the leather recliner at the floor, and I don't know, he kept staring there last week, and I I tried to break his stare, and I called him, and he just kept looking. I'm like, what are you looking at? And, like, he was just looking over there, and I used to sit on that recliner and hold him in my arm because he was so little, you know, like small. I used to be able to pick him up or he would jump right up on me. And I want to know if he can come back or if I could find him, but cockapoos are a little expensive. They are not; they don't come with papers, but they're, I looked on the computer, and they're like 300 to $500, and I don't have that kind of money right now, but I do want him to come back the same way he was since the dream told me that's what he wanted, and my dreams are always right. So I was just wondering why his energy is not around me, if that was him in the, by the thing, and how am I going to know, or when am I going to get him back, or does he want to come back? Or I don't want to pick the wrong dog because they lived like 16 years. He he lived like 16 years or 17 <laughs> I think that he can come back. I don't know. You said that in the dream he came back exactly the way he looked, but we tend to project things into our dreams. I don't well, mind. Come true. My my dreams like always come true the way they are in my dream. Like every single thing in my dream comes true the way it is. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that he may still be a puppy, or oh, really? maybe a puppy that gets born. Um, it's one of those things, though, that the energy of that, they just... Yeah, how come I don't have his energy around me? They they have to come to you. It's not, um, it's not something that you can go out and seek them out and find. It I mean, the other dog... The other dog was around me every single day. Like, I felt her energy around me. She hit me in the head, the back of the head. The door would open all the time. I was in the car driving to get dog food. She always took the... They come back in a physical form, though. Oh, oh, oh. It's... They come and they find you. You don't go and find them. They come to you. Well, and I, mean, I found I found that I found the last one this last one that came back a hundred percent. I found her like I found her on the computer and then I went to go get her and her energy did a walk in. Like her energy made an agreement with the other dog and did a walk in. But it it's one of those things that whenever um you went to find whenever you were on the internet and you came across this dog and it felt right, and you called, and things just flowed, and things just popped. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, it was weird, because like, there was three dogs before her. I think it was three dogs. Yeah, three before her, and I called, and all three were taken. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then I had my other dog next to me. He was looking on the computer with me. That's how smart he is. And I said, I'm going to look for um, Buffy, 
and he and then I said, oh, I I couldn't stop staring at this one other dog, and it looked just like her, but it was bigger, and it wasn't like the most beautiful one I've ever seen, but it, she was pretty, but not like like you know what I'm trying to say like she was an average looking dog, so I'm like, why can't I stop staring at this dog? And then I said to and a buddy was right next to me, I said, buddy, is that her? And he looked at me and I go, I think this is her. And then when I called, she wasn't taken; she was still there. And it's not something that you can force for it to happen. It's something that just does, and the energy of it flows, and they come. I had um, one of my cats, and I knew I saw him slip out the door, and he never went outside. And I knew that he wasn't going to come back, but his energy sort of merged with the kitten that I had that was that was his son. And their energies just sort of merged together. Um, animals do some different things whenever they reincarnate. How do you yeah. know the dog wants to come back? Like, how would I know he wants to come back? Like, I heard that they could choose to come back or choose not to come back. I heard that they could be with a different family. Like, I want to make sure I get the right dog at the right time, like, that his energies. I don't feel his energy around me at all, which is scary because I'm thinking, if his energy is not with me. The thing of it is, is he may not have chose to. But if he does choose to, you will know him whenever he comes back. And he will come and find you. The string of things that happen will be because he chooses them and and the right animal will wind up with you and you will know it whenever it happens. Like if I get the money for the cockapoo, let's say I get the money for cockapoo, and let's just say I go, I'm just saying hypothetically, I go to this house and let's say they have four or five puppies to choose from and they have a couple males, and you you would know one, and maybe it will be a female instead of a male. No. Maybe it will be a dog that is, oh, okay. you know, that an older owner has. It, it's, it can be one that you find somewhere. Yeah, but you know, they, they never have, no dogs ever roam around anymore. Like, wherever I, like, where I live, they just don't let dogs run around anymore. Like, when I was growing up, I used to always see puppies or dogs on the street. That doesn't happen no more. But it's not something that you can force to happen. I mean, it's it's one of those things that it will just happen if it's supposed to happen. But I don't um, even know how would, how would I know it's him, though, like, out of all the puppies. Yeah, you just know. You will just know. Um, Michael has had enough animals. You know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, because if uh, – uh, yeah. Uh, Leo, what happened was I, I – uh, my female uh, shepherd mix I had to put down uh, at the end of March. Oh, and, sorry. Uh, three yeah, weeks so ago – Yeah, and three weeks ago I ended up um, – almost four weeks ago, actually. A friend of mine posted a link to the Humane Society. And I shot a Facebook page, and here's a shepherd mix. And one picture he's smiling, another picture he looks so sad. And the thing was, it's a male. And the really odd thing was, it looked identical. He looks identical to my female. Mm-hmm. Same personality, same everything. I've, I've seen um, somebody that lost their familiar and and be very upset about it and just pull up. 
outside of a gas station and the cat comes and jumps in the car. Like, I'm going home with you now. You know, yeah, well, has, I mean, so like weird things, like 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 weird things about the like I don't know. I just find it strange. Like when I was young, we used to have like dogs that would have puppies that stay somewhere, and you'd see a puppy roaming the street, or you'd see a, a dog with no collar that you could tell that he was stray walking around. You don't even see that no more. Well, the thing of it is, is it it doesn't matter whether you see it or not anymore or not. And I wish that happened. <laughs> come and find you, it will find you however it's supposed to find you. Like Michael said, it can be just the picture of one from the shelter. Yeah. I, but just like, it, I can't, like, just like I couldn't stop taking my eye off what the dog I got, maybe it'll be it, something like that where I think, like, well, that looks just like them. And, and in the meantime, be happy with the one that did come back. Oh, God, so yeah, I'm so happy. He did come. But just just be happy with the one that did come back, and if the other one is meant to, he will show up. And do you think his birthday was, like, on Halloween? Do you think that maybe his energy um, could come around me still, like, if I keep calling him? I it just, it's one of those things, just ask the divine for that blessing and then just let it happen. Just let it flow. Don't try and second-guess it. It's not in your time. It's in divine time. And divine time works totally different than human time. I just don't know why that other dog was, I mean, the dog I got back, her energy was constantly with me, and it was, like, beating me over the head is how strong it was. But then this dog, his energy's not around me, so I kind of feel like, is he even around? Does he want to come back? The other one wanted to come back, like, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, like I said, just in divine time. Yeah, I guess I, I guess all the dogs are different too, right? Like he might be out there playing, doing things, and I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if he's not that connected with me or anymore. Or... It, it, it's one of those things that if it is meant to be, it will it will happen. But you actually concentrating on it too much can push it away rather than pull it to you. Yeah. You just have to ask and then let go of it. It's what we Are call there, let release it. And they used to also, also when I was growing up, like when you would go to kennels, I got like I got a couple dogs like for free. Like one of them was in the house. They had puppies. They had it was for free. I had I gotten the dog from a no kill shelter one time when I lived out east. Um, I got this dog from a no kill shelter and he was free. And but now everything they want you even when you go to a kennel or their shelter they want you to pay it over two hundred dollars for dogs. Yeah, a lot. It's it's crazy the prices that they're. Is it meant to be? And if it is, the divine will find a way. Yeah, and that's what'll happen is when you know when it's meant to be, it'll happen, and um, you know they can change sexes. I mean, just like we can when we go from one lifetime to another. Yeah, yeah. Even, even the species can change a little bit, but the personality is still there. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for your help, everyone. You're very welcome, dear. Yeah, let us know how everything works out for you, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, it's, it's uh, 
you know, I've had people seeing pictures of Lucky, and they're like, oh, my God, it looks just like your other dog picture had. It's like, oh, yeah. Even people in the park, they're like, wow, it's like he looks identical to her. And it could just be, you know, one of those things. I mean, you know, what are the odds, you know, 16 years later? Because she was 16 years old and and have another identical dog. You know, um, which is, they talk about familiars. Uh, Often the the cat would have the same name and a lot of same energy from one to one to one. I mean, that's the reason... uh, I, it, it's, it's like the the animal just keeps on being reborn in that energy and that personality over and over and over again with them. Yep. And I mean, that's just one of those things. And sometimes people right now are very attached to their pets because they don't really have that much emotional bonding with other people in their lives. They don't have that much emotional bonding with their children sometimes. So, so sometimes a pet is much more um, of an emotional connection. I mean, it's how we get our sense of touch and feel and that cat love feeling with people. And so the fact that pets are reincarnating and we're seeing those personalities carry forward does not surprise me because people are so much more attached to their animals now. And we don't have any other sense of um, companionship in our lives. We're so isolated. Yeah, we definitely are. We are very isolated. Our electronics isolate us. (laughs) How about we go ahead and we'll take another call here. Okay. Let's go to Annie in California. Hello, Annie. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Um, I was wondering. Um, I was wondering if, when you saw me leaving my current job, and what I get into. If I see you leaving your current job. Yeah. Um, and going somewhere else. And going somewhere else. You haven't really applied that much anywhere else yet, have you? I just don't know what to where to go. I just know no I'm not I'm not supposed to be where I'm at. Yeah. Right now I don't see you going anywhere because you haven't made the moves to do so yet. Um I really question why do you want to go and leave your current job? Um it's just not for me. I know it's not for me. I'm bored out of my mind, and I'm uh, just not a healthy environment. You know, sometimes you can't go on and get something else until you figure out what isn't right about the current situation. Mm-hmm. I think that you really need to look at um, why you're not happy where you're at and what is not good about it, I think you need to look at why the energy there is not um, 
happy and conducive for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that once you figure that out, sometimes it's a matter of looking at what we do have instead of what we don't. Mm-hmm. Look, look at what you're thankful for. I mean, you have a job. A lot of people don't have a job now. Um, look at if do I have good benefits? Is there one particular coworker you like? What parts of your job do you like? Concentrate on the things that you do like. If you want to move forward in your position, if you want to move to a different type of job, then you need to look on training for the things that you do like about your job now so that you can evolve. And you need to do some real research into where it is that you would like to go. If you're not happy with where you're at, where would you like to be and what would make that place better? If you move to someplace else and you're doing just exactly the same things that you're doing here, you're not going to be any happier. You have to look at why you're not happy where you're at in order to be able to move where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I know I want to do something more creative and, and um, you know, I, I do appreciate this job and what it's done for me, but it, I just know it's not where I'm supposed to be. Um, have you ever um, looked at any uh, Abraham Hicks and the Law of Attraction? Uh-huh. You need to concentrate on get up and say your gratitudes every morning. I, I know it sounds silly, but it works. If you have to say thank you for blue sky, and I have been reduced to that. <laughs> there have been days that it has been that tough to find something to be thankful for. Do it. And then concentrate, like I said, on the positives and what you do want to do. And if you want to retrain for something more creative or if you want to go in a totally different direction, you know, take some continuing ed classes. Go and take, if you've always wanted to learn how to belly dance, Go and do it. You know, if you've always wanted to learn how to oil paint or if you want to go and dig in clay pottery or if whatever, cook, go and take some of those things and find a creative outlet and it will um, help you grow and flow into a place where Whenever you're doing something you enjoy, whenever you're doing something that makes you happy, it's easier to um, change the part of your life that is not making you happy because you've got something to be happy about. You've got something that's working. So go out and find something that you enjoy that, that stimulates that creativity that your job does not. Okay. Flow towards that and and stop concentrating on, oh, my God, I'm so bored at my job. Every day I get up and go to it. Get up and go to your job and stuff and say, oh, thank you. I have a job, and after I get off work today, I'm going to go do X and Y and Z. And 
be happy about it because your job pays for those things. Okay. Okay? Okay. Before you um, look up and you'll be someplace totally different because once you figure out what makes you happy, then you might figure out where you want to move, where you want to go, what you want to do, what you want to be whenever you grow up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I've been you know, in my lifetime, so <laughs> I haven't grown up yet. Um, you know when you guys were talking about in the beginning about, like, Reiki and about not preparing yourself for the for the cleansing process? Mm-hmm. Um, that happened to me, like, I – when I did my first level, um, a lot of things happened to me that were like kind of uh, in my life, you know, that were kind of uh, like car accidents and things like that. And then after, um, at my second level, uh, things came up. I, I think they're from their past life, and I expect, express itself physically on my body. And I'm kind of still going through the cleansing process, and it's kind, of, it's. It's crazy, and I was wondering um, if you had any advice for me or any suggestions as to what I can do to kind of help get rid of uh, all this stuff that's coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Reiki practice group? Do you see your master in me? Um, it's once a month, but I haven't been going because of the cleansing that I've been going through, and I just don't feel like I'm in a, a, a good space to be around that um, because I'm just, like, very frustrated with the whole process. Go ahead and participate in your Reiki community because those other people understand what you're going through. Um, if you're really having a hard time, go ahead and contact your Reiki master and and tell them what you're going through and they can offer you some guidance on that um one thing um and i know this sounds like a silly thing but it really does work a lot of times we pick up energies off of people and our surroundings and everything that may be one of the reasons that you're so unhappy at work right now is because you're picking the energies up off people that you weren't picking up off of them before I go home, get get some apple cider vinegar, half cup apple cider vinegar over your head at night and underneath the shower, and you see it cleansing your aura. You see it running down, running down the drain, and all that nasty, icky stuff that you picked up off of people all day long, running down the drain with it. I, I tell this to people who have not done Reiki. It is an absolutely wonderful tool. I, don't ask me why, but it does work. And it just um, it cleanses a lot of that energy off of you. But with your Reiki community, and then if you can't, there's several online groups. I always advise people to look at meetup.com. I am a Reiki master. I, I mean, you got my website. Like I said, Michael's posted my Facebook page. You can always ask questions, refer back to the show. But your Reiki master, you really should contact them if you're having a hard time. 
I already have. There's not much that she knows to do about it. I mean, I this is something that's beyond that. It's um, it's a past life, and it's really um, it's a, a traumatic event type of thing. And I, I need something more powerful. Well, now then, past life is something. Um, I've actually dealt with past life things. Um, that's a really deep subject to get into. Somebody um, that works with hypnosis can help you with it, too, if you find a reputable person. Um, either that what about or sh- shamanic, shamanic healing? A shamanic person can also help you with it. It is called uh, soul retrieval. Yeah. And... Um, to be honest with you, a really good Reiki master should be able to help you too with doing that. Um, but then again, I forget that some of the things that I do with Reiki are not necessarily something that some traditional Reiki masters do with Reiki. I mean, I incorporate a lot of shamanic things. I incorporate stones. I incorporate sound. Um so I forget that not all Reiki people do the same. But apple cider vinegar has been around for centuries and people have done it for the same thing. Yes, and the apple cider vinegar will help with just a lot of that um, dreary, drudgery, gunky, just energetic feeling. But now then, working with the past life, um, somebody who does hypnosis, somebody who does shamanism, or, like I said, a Reiki master that has been sort of trained in alternative therapies as well as Reiki. Like any of those three people should be able to help you. And if you well, the apple cider, will the apple cider vinegar burn? Because what it did is it came, it's, it's on my skin. It's on your skin? What's on your mm-hmm. skin? I have like these rashes on my skin because it's all coming from the surface and it's all that's where Ooh. regular vinegar. Regular regular vinegar. It's a natural antibiotic. It's a natural antibiotic and antiseptic. Regular vinegar. Trish is saying this because her 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 skin is very, very sensitive too. Um if you're actually having a lot of Skin rashes come up. Is it like eczema? Yeah, something like that. It's um, it was really bad, and then it went away, and then it came back. And I had that, somebody work with. That is directly related to um, uh, stress. I actually make a cream. I call it my Reiki cream. It has been somewhat successful with people that. Um, have skin disorders and psoriasis. Uh, if you want to go ahead and contact me via Facebook later, we can discuss it. And if if you want to go ahead and get some from me, I I have one lady who swears by it. She buys it um, uh, four jars at a time, and she had went through chemotherapy, and she she swears that nothing else works. I've had people that had psoriasis that it went away in two days, and I can make you no promises because it's like Reiki, 
it's whatever the healing is intended to be. But I I do make it for that, and it has helped a lot of people. So do you feel like do you feel like the rashes are related to? I mean, I know they're, they're stress related, but is it also um, stuff in my etheric body things that have come up from the cleansing process as well? Because will that yeah. help that? So you're, you're detoxing, and it's coming out through your skin. Um, I, I have the core core of that though, right? In order for it to go away, right? You need to get to the core of it to an extent, but at the same time, a lot of what you got to do is just let go of it. I mean, realize that it's a detox, it's a cleansing. It's just it's it's trying to get rid of it, and it's like you're hanging on to it. So you have to be willing for it to go away. Um, I know that that sounds strange, but it's like Michael and I were talking at the beginning of the show. Sometimes we hang on to our pain. It's an old friend. It's familiar. How do I let go of it? I mean, I I feel like I I know by putting my attention to it, and it's like I get neurotic about it. Like, uh, you know, I just get so irritated and frustrated, and I know that's what's keeping it here. But how do I? How do I detach myself from? from what I'm feeling physically. Do you meditate? Um, um, not as often as I should. I try to sh- clear my chakras. Work on some meditation. Work on actually you have to be able to balance yourself and you have to be able to, you have to be able to willing to let the divine take it. And meditation is absolutely key to that. Any type of person who is advanced spiritually, and I I don't care if you're Hindu, I don't care if you're Middle Eastern, I don't care if you're pagan, I don't care if you're metaphysical or New Age, what it is, the two things that I found that they always have in common is some type of healing modality and the fact that they do regular meditation. So meditation will help you with some of that. Okay. Hello? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, but but meditation is definitely, um, there's also different stones that you can wear. Um, I don't know if you've done any stone therapy, but that can absorb and cleanse um, your field. Different things work for different people. You have to find the right elements in conjunction that work together for you. And you're... You're trying to do too much of it by yourself. You need you need to seek out and find the right person to help. And you will know them whenever you find them. And then you actually have to listen and let them help you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But good luck. I, I've been there. I know what that feels like. Yeah. I do. Uh, it's frustrating. <laughs> I, you know, you go through those emotional ups and downs, and you're just like, why me? 
you know, you get into like that um, victim mode and you're just like, I just want it to go away. I can't do this anymore. And, you know, you cry and you scream and it's just like so irritating. Well, the, the thing that is, is, yeah, crying is releasing. It's also, um, you've got to let go of it. And sodiolite is a really calming, energetic stone. Um, I put a lot of energy into stones. I use, my jewelry is actually a, a protection field around me. I mean, I carry stones with me. Whenever I worked in an office, there were stones in my room. Um, I always have a water fountain going. Anywhere that I'm at, it helps clean the energy out of space. Um, People don't realize that whenever you set out on this path, it's not about you can't be this spiritual-minded person just whenever you go home or just, you know, two days out of the week, just on the weekend. It's about every single day you taking the tools that you've learned and using them in your life every single day. And... um that's a transition to learn that. And I think that's part of what you're learning. It's it's yeah. not about just the weekend or it's not about just after work. It's about all the time. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't just be that person part of the time. you got to be that person all of the time. And I'm sorry. What was the name of that stone again you said? Sodialite. It's a blue stone. Oh, how do you spell it? Do you know? I believe it is S-O-D-A-L-I-T-E, or it might be L-Y-T-E. L-I-T-E. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've studied stones a lot. I actually make jewelry for people and Reiki cream. I do a lot of different things. <laughs> oh, I'll go on your website. Yes, and that is actually not posted on the website. These are the things, like I said, a lot of things get covered under life coaching. I I know many things about many different, I've I've done many different things. And sometimes it doesn't even occur to me until the person asks the question. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your help. You're so welcome, and let me know how you are, and, and contact me about the cream if you're interested, or any other questions. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're Have welcome. a great night, dear. You too. You know, Michael, that is true of a lot of people. Um, people start out things like and they don't realize that it's about being this way 24-7. We just start out on the office and they think, oh, that doesn't change that much. <laughs> and you know, you know that it does. Yeah. 
a little bit of knowledge goes a long way. I, I counsel people all the time before they start to study with me. You think about it. Because you get a little way path and then stop and say, ooh, wait a minute, this is real. I don't know how to do this. And then they want to turn around and they want to run back and they want to not do it anymore. And it's like, um, that doesn't work. Once, once you start out and you start to learn, it changes who you are and you kind of learn something. It's a big deal. Yep. I'm this way 24-7. And there's a lot of people that, I think that that's part of the reason that how I told you that some people see me as odd. I think that that's, that's what really gets to them about me is I am this way all the time. I, I'm not this way just whenever I'm with my friends. Or I'm this way standing in the middle of Walmart in the middle of a work day. And that that's something that a lot of people aren't quite willing to do yet. No. But they're getting better. Getting better. They're getting better. Yeah. Well, we got time. Let's go ahead and grab another call here real quick. Okay. Let's bring on Erica from Michigan. Hello, Erica. Hi, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can uh, we help you tonight? Um, I was hoping to get a, a question answered in terms of relationships. Okay. Uh, I, have a, I have a very good friend. Uh, his name is Phil. And um, I'm just wondering if, you know, our friendship could possibly become something more than that. It already is more than that. I mean, you both, um, it makes both of you very nervous. <laughs> um, I mean, yes, I, that's what I know he's, it's one of those things where for some reason I just feel kind of drawn and connected to him and I know that I want him to be a good friend in my life. But as far as the romantic part of that goes, um I'm wondering if that's something he's going to be interested in or it's something I can look forward to or not. Because I'm not, um, for a romantic partner, I'm not necessarily his type. So I don't know if that's something like he's going to change his mind about that, he's going to give me a chance. I don't know if that's something that's going to happen. Hmm. Let's see. At the moment, I don't see that he wants to go there with that. Um, how to put this? Sometimes you need to be happy with what you've got, and you need to look at what it is that you do have with Phil and you need to um, look at the good parts of that but you also need to um, realize that if he was everything that you were needing 
and wanting and desiring that it would be going someplace. So use what is going on with feel right now to help you learn the things that you do like in a man and you do like in a relationship. And also look at the things that are not going anywhere for you. And concentrate on the things that you do like, that you do desire in a relationship. Yeah. Um, the happier you get with yourself and your own body, the more likely that it is to to become a reality. But there's some work to do with it. Okay. Get happy with yourself. Okay. So, um, and you don't see that it, anything happening with him. It's more of just the I'm supposed to be learning from it. I think that it can happen. Um, I don't think that maybe he's there quite yet, but he's getting there. But sometimes it's that be careful what you wish for thing because you get it. And it's this big thing. But then it can fizzle and it isn't. I mean, you you get something that you're really, really, really wanting. And it's good for a little while. But then... All of a sudden, you've got to deal with the rest of it. So let whatever is going to happen, happen. You can't keep on doing things the same old way. It's a very emotional ride with you and him. You've got to change something about your attitude, though, for it to happen. You can't continue to be the same old you that you are and expect him to just wake up and say, oh, I want you now. If if you want him to to do that, then you're going to have to change the way you present yourself to him. Okay. You're going to have to to present a more emotionally mature and self-confident person. You're going to have to love yourself first. And he already loves you on a lot of other levels. But he's not seeing you as that emotionally mature partner that he can be physically interested in. So you're, yet. However, if you change some of your habits and ways and think about how to present yourself, you're presenting yourself in an old friendship way to him. 
instead of in a, an adult woman way to him. And he needs to change his concept of how he sees you to being the adult woman way. And then, oh, my God, watch out. But I'm telling you that that may not necessarily last. Okay. It could be a lot of fun, though. <laughs> Heaven forbid me being the one to say that it can't be a lot of fun whenever that does happen. <laughs> but you're you're going to have to change the way that you present yourself to him in order for it to happen. Fair enough? Yes, fair enough. Okay. Good luck with him. Okay, thank you. Enjoy it whenever it does happen and just hang on for the ride and enjoy it while you got it. Um, Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I guess we'll just have to learn some things because, I mean, I enjoy the fact that we are friends, so it's going to be... I guess uh, different for me to figure out how to present myself in a different way because I just really enjoy it. He is a learning experience for you. Realize this. He is the learning experience on a friend level, on an emotional level, on many different levels. You and him have many things to learn from and with and for each other. And it it could possibly last, but it may not. Um, it depends on how the two of you decide to grow with each other. But no matter what, realize that he is a fast learning experience in your life, no matter what happens. He already has been and will continue to be, and you have to let the divine play out in in your lives. And you have to learn how to present yourself as a woman and in a different manner, and that will that will serve you well for the rest of your life. Learning that particular lesson. I mean, men want a woman; they don't necessarily want a buddy. Okay, well, thank you. I know maybe you might have time to get some other calls, so I'm going to hang up, but thank you a lot. I appreciate it. You're you're welcome, and I I hope that it helps. All right, good night. Good night. Uh, it's been an interesting evening. <laughs> it's always interesting evening whenever you and I talk Oh, wow, the behind the scenes in it there, I almost had a computer accident. You almost had a computer accident. Yeah, I'm drinking a glass of wine, and, and my dog, Lucky, got a little rambunctious and jumped on me and sent the glass flying everywhere. <laughs> All over me, on top of the laptop, and I'm like, oh, no, thank God it didn't get, it didn't go in between the keys. <laughs> and you see, whenever you said that you nearly had a computer accident, yep. the the image that I immediately got is of the dog deciding that the computer was getting your attention and hiking his leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's been pretty good. He doesn't hike his leg because he had a couple of things snipped off, so he doesn't know how to hike. 
because he's only eight months old. So, but um, no, he does go ahead and tries to hit the laptop, um, being that he wants to go ahead and, and type out something, or um, he tries to go ahead and, and want to bite on the cord for the power. Yeah, Trisha's cats will bite on the cord for the power, or they will come and lay across the top of the keyboard. Yeah. Like, would you pay attention to me instead of this thing? Yeah, and he's got, I mean, huge paws, and he swats and, and hits on the keyboard, and it's like, okay. <laughs> so, and, yeah, and I just went ahead the other day because my headset finally quit, so I tried to mute. And mute button didn't work, volume button didn't work, so I said, well, i got to get a new one. So, uh, you know, I went ahead and bought a new headset, and they're like 35 bucks. Mm-hmm. And he decides, you know, he's he jumps up on me earlier and puts the, you know, the mute button and, and volume control thing in his mouth and wants to chew on it. I'm like, oh, no. Because <laughs> he, he's almost now he's about nine months old, and he still loves to chew on everything. You you and this puppy have been the puppy that is nearly weighs as much as Louie, I'm sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's Louie doing? Uh, doing good. He's hanging in there. Actually, if I tell Lucky to lay down or sit when mm-hmm. he's rambunctious, he looks at me and starts grunting and growling, you know, making noises at me. Louie goes ahead and says, sit or lay down, and he does. He follows me everywhere. You're the easy parent. Louie is the strict one. Yeah, but see, though, he's bonded more, it seems, though, with me because he's always with me. He goes with me to the center. I'm the one who walks him all the time. I'm the one who feeds him. I'm the one who picks up if he gets sick because um, Louie's just been laying down. So he goes ahead and he plays a little with Louie, and Louie will pet him and stuff, but he seems to listen to Louie more. I guess he realizes he's sick. Don't give him a hard time. Well, you see, the thing of it is is somebody has to be the mom figure and somebody has to be the stern dad parental figure. Yep. And Louie looked out, or, well, I don't know. It depends on how you looked at it. Yeah. Yeah, Louie was a stern dad. Yeah, and and, and you're the the caregiver. It's like, oh, he'll let me get away with it. Yep. (laughs) Well, uh, if I yell at him now for something and he's like, uh-oh, I'm really in trouble, he goes over to Louie like he yelled at me. Hugger, <laughs> you know? It's like I'm telling him to do something. He goes over to Louie. It's like, he yelled at me. And, you know, looking over at Louie, wagging his tail and everything else, and then licking on Louie out there. So Louie's like, you know, he's like, okay, he's, he's got he's got us figured out pretty good. It's, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I, I personally think that animals train their humans. It's not the other way around. Oh, yeah, I mean, he lets me know if he's got to go outside and all. He'll start barking a certain way, and he doesn't really bark at any time. I mean, you can knock on a door, he'll run up to the door wagging his tail at you. <laughs> but he needs to go outside to go do his business. Oh, he'll bark and bark and bark until, you know, and then cry. He does a little whimpers and cries and all. And you go ahead and bring him, and, and he goes across the street, does his business. So, yeah, they, they train us. Yes, they, they train us to their things. For instance, my dog, he won't get up in the morning. He will wet himself rather than get up. But whenever I tell him to get up, it's like immediately, oh, we're doing circles all the way to the door to go to the bathroom. And my boyfriend comes over, and he, he's, to a dog being a dog and wanting to run and 
going getting underneath you know the fence and take off and get into trouble and stuff and he looked at me and he said you have such a city dog he goes he goes outside he walks around his little patch of grass he sniffs all of his little places and he takes all of five minutes and then he comes back in like okay i've done that <laughs> he says i have a city dog he's a he's a house dog yep And the thing is, I've got to watch out, too, when I have my uh, my glass of wine out, because I'll turn around, and, you know, it's sitting on a coffee table, and he's so big, he's above the glass now. Next thing I know, and out there, he'll be, like, nose inside the glass, licking the, uh, the drinking the wine. I'm like, you little lush, get out of there. <laughs> I've known dogs that were named after, um, well, different alcoholic beverages, because whenever they were a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs like alcohol. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if somebody gave it to him or whatever, but or he, or, you know, for whatever reason. But all of a sudden he smells it. He's like, "Oh, I like this," and it's like, "Get away!" So I've got to watch my glass that he doesn't go ahead and drinking the wine. And you know, so I'm I'm constantly maneuvering the glass. So if I have, especially if I have one when I'm doing a show, and so I'm constantly maneuvering it. And this time here, he just hit it because it's like I guess he wanted it, and it's like no. Like you're not drinking the wine. Yeah, it's like he doesn't have any people food. Uh, you know, nothing. He's got his dog treats. He's got his dog food. And I'm like, no, I'm not getting him with with people food at all of any kind. Well, and, then you see, I've, I've given up on dog food for mine. I mean, he just he literally refuses to eat. He is the pickiest, pickiest dog about what he will eat. Yep. He actually turned down bacon the other day. Because it came from Wendy's, and it was good enough. Have you ever seen a dog turn down bacon? He was ticked at me. <clears throat> yeah, he, um, <laughs> yeah, they do. They they have the little attitudes. They get upset, and, you know, and it's like, they're, they're just adorable. But for this one here, he's not too picky um, for a lot of things. But, uh, oh, and one thing he won't eat is peanut butter. He doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that you know, that solves that one because you know they said you know you could feed them peanut butter for a little treat or something, and nope, I, I got one of those rubber, um, heavy duty rubber bones, mm-hmm. and you could stick the little treats inside, and they said, oh, stick peanut butter in, it'll keep him busy for hours. He he sniffed the peanut butter, and was like, oh no, that was it. I had, to, well, I had to, you know, I had to wash the peanut butter out of there. Well, you know, uh, get some um, uh, chicken flavored, like it's almost like a cheese whiz thing. But it's for dogs to put in the toys, so I had to get the chicken flavor and I did to, to finally get rid of the um, peanut butter flavor because he don't like the peanut butter. <laughs> he doesn't like peanut butter. No. <laughs> That's funny. They like strange things. They honestly do, and they all have their own personality. Trish asks, does your dog prefer red wine or white? Uh, he likes red. <laughs> she said he has good taste. Um, tonight, I know that a lot of people didn't get on the air and stuff. I, I still have my special up on the website. So if people didn't get a reading tonight with me and they wanted one, they can go to the website and they can still get a very affordable reading there. 
Okay, cool. <clears throat> and yeah. do you have any events coming up anytime soon that you want to go ahead and promote? Uh, actually, I do not. I, I think that I am supposed to be back on with you the 6th of this coming month. Yeah. Um, I do not particularly have any events, but I will let you know that I am definitely very interested in participating with events. And if there's people out there wanting to book book people for events, I would definitely be interested in doing so. I have really uh, been working here in Texas to try and grow the pagan community and um, have really been looking at... um, revamping some of the lessons um, as far as um, traditional paganism versus uh, the Wiccan teachings. And that is something that is going to be coming up that actually Trish and I have been working on together. Um, I am also nearly to the point of being able to teach Reiki And I would be very interested in working with people via Internet or people that want to travel. I think that in the fairly near future, we will be set up to do some Reiki Master Retreats. I'm hoping that the place becomes available to do so. Um, Anybody that is interested in learning, though, by all means, get in touch with me. I have an absolutely wonderful and amazing group of people around me. And if, for instance, today a girl out in California and talking about um, not knowing some of these different things with Reiki and that um, the the people there, uh, they may be traditional Reiki people, and I'm saying that that has its place. But some of the things that I'm actually trained in is more um, incorporating other modalities into and with Reiki as far as being a magical person, as far as being somebody who works with stones, as far as... um, as far as mixing the metaphysical and the magic into Reiki... It's something that I really do a lot of, and it's something that many of the people that I work with do. And I have foreseen a time that um, people will want us to come to them. They may may really want somebody that can come and teach them the things that we do. And if they have a facility and a way for us to come, by all means, contact us, contact me. And um, we will see if that can be set up and arranged. Uh, I also speak a lot on um, the way that our society is changing. I believe that there's actually a lot more people out there with alternative religions that are alternative religion, pagan, whatever you want to call it. And I think that there is people that need to actually hear somebody speak um, on those subjects. I think that the relationships between people, the way we look at jobs, marriage, home, family is changing. And 
those are things that I address with people and things that I'm willing to speak about. And there's not a lot of people from my part of the country that are necessarily willing to do that. So but we'll have to change those things there for you then. Well, that you know, it starts with one person and actually being willing to speak and to travel and to go places for those people is one of the things that I've always known that eventually I would do, and it's starting to happen now. So by all means, if people are interested, and of course there has to be a way to provide the way for me to come and, you know, the venue to do it in, but I'm definitely interested in doing those things with people. So just have, by all means, contact me. You can get me Facebook, my web page, Whatever. There is a way to reach me. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you. And I'm I'm sorry about the mix-up at the beginning of the night, but it, it all turned out exactly as it was supposed to be, as it always does. Oh, yeah. So, well, I look forward to seeing you uh, in a couple of weeks and having you back on the show again. Yes. And like I said, anybody that didn't get on the air tonight, if they will go ahead and go to uh, my website, there's a special there for people who listen to the radio show. They can go ahead and email me, and we will book a time for them to go ahead and get their reading. Cool. Well, you have yourself a wonderful evening, my dear. I, I will, and blessings to you, Louie, and the puppy. <laughs> yes, and I'll talk to you again uh, in a couple of weeks. I will talk to you then. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, dear. And bye to your friend. Bye. Bye. Bye, dear. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, and I've got to hurry up and say this real quick, everybody. I'll let, yeah, I talk about the dog, talk about having a glass of wine, talk about different things going on during the readings. And it's because we, we don't want the readers to go from reading to reading to reading to reading to reading. Because it gets very draining. So we interrupt the readings to go ahead and do some talkings about different things. And it just so happens sometimes, you know, we talk about animals and all. Animals give us a lot of love and companionship. So if you don't like the idea that we're not jumping from reading to reading to reading, then go find another show someplace that they will go ahead and go from reading to reading to reading. So you can call in at the last minute, and they've already done like 30 calls. And then they're going to give you a reading that's going to be exhausted and you're going to be like, oh, well, they were a rotten reader. Well, you know, they're going from reading to reading to reading, and they're not taking any breaks in between. So for those of you who are patient and enjoy the show, then call in early. Remember, 15 minutes before the show actually starts, you can call in and get a reading. And that's why we also allow you to go ahead and get bumped up into the queue. Um, so there's all, all different ways of going ahead and doing things. And, uh, you know, we, we try to get as many readings as we can in without exhausting the readers. Um, it's all about their energy and all. So until Thursday night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know this, that you are loved, because Arlene loves you, Teresa loves you, Rich loves you, Gail loves you, God loves you, and so do I. Have a good night, everybody.